You're now listening to the Co-op Podcast on thecoalition.com. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Co-op Podcast, episode 269. I'm your host, Richard Billy Jr., and today I'm joined by Mr. Gary A. Swaby. How's it going, Gary? It's going good. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, I'm sure everyone who's watching can see we've decided to, you know, step up the production a little bit, and, you know, we're, we're streaming to more platforms now. So, yeah, we're trying this out. Uh, definitely report any issues with sound or the visuals or anything that you guys notice. And we'll get on top of that straight away. But for now, you know, this is just a, a little test run just to see, you know, what was possible for the future of the co-op. And then we'll make adjustments as we go along and hopefully make the show a lot better for everyone. Absolutely. Work in progress. But, yes, please do leave your feedback. Uh, we're also joined by... Mr. Edward Velasquez. How's it going, Ed? Yo, what's up? I'm, uh, you know, just medicated. Uh... <laughs> are, are you sick? And... Huh? You sick? Uh, nah. I'm good. I'm good no, now. You no, know, he is sick. He's sick of uh, Kanye West and his antics. So... That's what's going on. That I am, that I am. But nah, just, uh, you know, Friday afternoon, decided to hop on. Yeah. That's cool. Absolutely. Absolutely, yes. Good to have you on the show. So um, it's been quite a very interesting week for video games. You know, all types of news. Uh, we're going to get into that stuff. But obviously, before we get into that, we're going to let you all know what we have been playing and what we have been watching. So, uh Ed, how about you start us off and let us know what you've been playing and watching. Alright. <clears throat> so let me start with Forza Horizon 4. Uh, the best racing game ever created. <laughs> uh, it's fantastic, man. It's so awesome. It looks fantastic. It plays great. Um, there is some nitpicks from my side because I'm always gonna like find something to nitpick. Um, but probably not anything that would be uh, a negative thing for the casual person, but because I've been playing Forza for a long time. Um, this game, as far as the races go, uh, it doesn't even matter if you get first or last. Like, there is no... What I've noticed is that there is no... Um, there's nothing in the game that tells you, hey get first place on this race and in or and if you do that you get this there is no such thing as that in this game and for me that i play a competitive i play games competitively that kind of sucks like just to know that there's no other than points other than earning credits and money and getting influence um towards leveling up that's the only thing that matters and I like to get some completion. I like to feel like I get a trophy, uh, like to tell me, Hey, you got first place on this race, but it's kind of just like, okay, here's hundreds and hundreds of races. 
and just keep doing them and just keep grinding and keep money. I mean, there's incentives to keep playing, but I would have liked the incentive to get first place on every race. And there really isn't a way to find out if you got first place on a race that you already did because it it just doesn't tell you. And I kind of don't like that. And that's a that's probably just a nitpick from my point of view. Um because regardless of that, there's like uh there's an infinite well not infinite, but there's a large number of things to do in this game. There's a lot of things to complete, a lot of things to to collect. So yeah, I'm loving Forza. I've already spent like fifty something hours on it. You can check it. Yeah. Hey, uh, I, 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 I actually would like to ask a very quick question. Um, I think first and foremost, I think you made a very good, uh, that's a very fair criticism. But the question I wanted to ask, uh, so what do you think of the stuff like the, the stunt driving and the danger uh, signs where you can get up to three stars? You, you're saying you want that to be similar to the races, right? Where it's more right. meaningful if you get first place. Right. Like I want the race to tell me like, hey, you got second. Like it'll it'll make me it'll make it like a self challenge. Like, OK, I got to get first because that's the type of person that I am in a game. It's like I won't move on until I get three stars or first place or whatever like that. I just like to complete things like that. Um, Like, hell no, I'm not going to move on to the next race if I didn't get first Like <laughs> playing it. Um, but yeah, like it, that's exactly my point. Like in the danger signs and in the stunt and the speed tracks or whatever, it gives you like a grade, like you got three stars or one star. And yeah, that's kind of what I would have liked. Yeah, I, I agree a hundred percent with that. Yeah, that is a very good point. Cause you see, you, 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 well, you taught me something cause I purposely have been playing this game trying to get first place. I, I didn't even know if I was to finish last, I would get the same, pretty much the same amount of points. So that's interesting. Well, I don't know if you would get the same amount. You would not get the same amount of points. But I need something other than points to be a reason to, you know, just get first place. Because as long as if you do a bunch of skills and still come in last, you're going to get points anyways. Yeah. But that yeah. Like I want a little trophy or something, you know? Like give me, <laughs> give me a trophy. <laughs> yeah, no, you, you'll just have your your avatar dancing across the, the screen, uh, yeah, with yeah. the cars in the background. <laughs> you know what? I actually, that's another nitpick, and it's it's a it's a very like minor nitpick from my point of view. I really don't like that whole uh, those little characters they give you, and you buy them dances. You know, it's like copying Fortnite and you're dressing them silly. Like right now on my guy, I have a skirt on him. They give you and you he's wearing a dancing. skirt and some rain boots. And I just made him look ridiculous. Like that's I feel like that's what those characters were there for. Just to make them look completely stupid. Like they're not supposed to be a representation of you. And I just feel like that little antic or whatever, whatever you want to call that, that little feature of having a little guy and dressing him silly in a freaking chicken suit it doesn't fit forza the game mm -hmm. it, it's like it's like you're trying to be fortnite but 
your like a racing game that's kind of i know it forza horizon is the silly version of forza it doesn't take itself that seriously but it's also not like that like wacky like you know it just i just feel like it's it doesn't fit the game i agree yeah very very good points so so gary uh now that you've heard this uh, would you still consider picking up Forza, or you say no? I, I heard enough now. I'm not gonna bother with getting the game at all. Oh well, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely still consider it. I mean, it's available <laughs> on PC. The game does look amazing, and it's in the UK, so I feel like you know I gotta show some love to this game at some point. But who knows when? Because you know I, I I barely get time to play anything now. So, um, but like, see, this is let me let me let me be the salesman here for you. <laughs> Go ahead. One of the reasons, no, 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 this is legit. One of the reasons you liked Overwatch is because you can get on and play real quick, right? Like one or two matches. Uh huh. Well, th- isn't this the same thing, just but within the car? You could get on real quick, do a couple races, you know, do a little laps. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. you're absolutely correct. And I, I didn't say I'm not gonna play it. Like I am definitely gonna you know try and play it at some point especially because i can just get game pass and then you know i can try it out and stuff so i'm definitely going to do that at some point um and but you know. i see that's what i don't <laughs> like at some point like motherfucker, you're gonna have it next year i'll be like you're gonna be like let's play i'm like bro i don't want to play that shit no more no I'm, I'm thinking like december that can be my december game like when when i got my holiday my little break you know my my, my birthday <laughs> my birthday period and stuff like i can go ham on forza then you know and put a lot of time into it so i'm, I'm, uh, that's probably I'm gonna yeah hold me to it it's all good man we'll 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 we'll, we'll, we'll see you about that enough you. you you gotta make sure you play with me though since you're talking I'm gonna snuff you if you don't get it. Oh yeah, uh, Ga- 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 Gary, <laughs> Gary, Gary, Gary will, will be playing the Christmas season of Overwatch in, in no. December. So, no, yeah, I mean, Ed, Ed said he's gonna snuff me, so I'm gonna do him like like his boy uh, Col- Conor McGregor. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do him like <laughs> like Habib. So. Floyd caught some. He, yeah, he still won though. <laughs> He's too scared to come over here. Maybe, maybe, but I mean that's not his sport. So and neither yeah, was Connor. But well, you can argue because in MMA you you box as well, so it's like it's easier for for Connor to adapt to boxing than it is for Floyd to adapt to MMA. So you think if you think if Floyd stepped into the octagon, Connor's gonna wrestle him down? Is that what you think? I mean, yeah. I mean, he he technically could, right? He could. Well, I don't think he would. He would kick the shit out of him. Well, yeah. all 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 due respect, all due respect to Floyd Mayweather, but until he actually learns how to read a contract, he ain't stepping into <laughs> no octagon with with Conor McGregor. So that's he needs to get his reading skills up to par first. Thanks. Also, like. Floyd is getting older now, so if he keeps, you know, uh, taking matches, he is going to lose at some point. So, you know, <laughs> a- age age is like the worst opponent for anyone. So, yeah, yeah, age is going to defeat him. We'll see. We'll see about that. We'll see. Uh, all right. So, uh, what else? What what else have you been playing or watching, Ed? Uh, as far as playing, I think that's it. I've been playing like Forza like crazy. 
I still haven't beat Spider-Man, but I'm almost there. But, you know, it took a backseat because Forza. But I'll get back on it. <laughs> uh, uh, but something I went to go watch this week was Venom, the movie. <laughs> and I got to say, like, I heard the criticism and everything. But tell me why I like that movie. I like <laughs> it a lot. <laughs> Look, man, I don't see what's wrong with that movie at all. I was entertained all two hours of it. My girlfriend liked it. And Venom is kind of a hard sell. Like, you know, the story's kind of, yeah, the story's kind of stupid. Like, it's typical. Like, oh, a scientist guy uh, wants to experiment experiment with these uh, symbiotes. I'm going to say symbiotes because that's how I grew up saying it. I don't know if it's right or wrong, but the symbiotes and, uh, and you know, and then this happens and, you know, he becomes, it's the Venom origin story, I guess. I'm not, I don't read into the comic book, so I don't know if this is the official, uh, backstory of Venom, but I don't give a shit. Like, who cares? Like, I'm not one of them comic book nerds who like is going to hold sony or marvel to make a representation of the comic book like you know a live recreation of it like i don't need that just give me the like you know like add a little film magic to it like you have to do that you you can't look what happened when they made watchmen and and watchmen i would think that's like the most well for the most part it was like straight from the book to the screen for the majority of it Mm -hmm. Uh, and people shitting on that movie so like I just don't I don't like why you know why like pander to comic book fans like you gotta do it a little bit but not like the entire movie like you gotta make it um, accessible to other people like my girlfriend who doesn't know anything about Venom she doesn't even know Venom at all nothing and she liked it Hmm. and I liked it and I was entertained by it so I don't know I feel like everybody who's just who critic who criticized this movie so far just being harsh on it and I think I mentioned it in the last episode that I was in that you got to set your expectations accordingly like Venom wasn't Venom's coming out in October like what like what were we expecting? Some great, like, A, big grand <laughs> movie, like Marvel, like Avengers or something? Like, nah, it's just a new little series. It's better than the X-Men series, I'll tell you that. Is it better than all of the DC movies? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I believe that it is, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Well, definitely more entertaining than them, that's for certain. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. you saw it too, right? Oh yeah, I did. I did see it, and, and I, I, um, I saw it. Uh, you know, the opening weekend. So when I went there, I, I of course got the free comic because I went to see it at AMC. I don't know if every theater uh, was doing that. If that was just an AMC only uh, promotion, but um, yeah. I mean, it, I went to the screening. And pretty much was sold out Thursday night. Um. Yeah, a lot of people, you know, some of the jokes were pretty funny. 
I, I, I thought the movie was fine. You know, I saw the Metacritic score for it, and I thought that that Metacritic score was that was just way off base. I think it was like a thirty-one percent overall. Nah, man, I disagree with it to that to that to that degree. But I will say that I do have one criticism of the film, and that is that uh, I did not like Michelle Williams in the film at all. Because that that actress, you know, she was in Dawson's Creek before. Not a bad actress, but in this particular movie, I did not like the way they handled that character. And then they had the scene where she walked into the woods. Spoiler alert, I don't want to reveal too much for those who haven't seen it. But she walked into the woods and uh, gave um, Venom to back to um, Eddie Brock. Yeah, back to Eddie Brock. And uh, I thought that scene was a little cheesy. But uh, other than that, you know... I thought the movie was I thought the movie was okay. It definitely better than any DC movie. And of course, the big Easter egg at the end, the little mid-credit scene, very very interesting. I'm pretty sure that now because I think people was questioning whether or not there's going to be a sequel. That scene implies that it will be a sequel, and because of the box office sales, I definitely expected to have a sequel now. But hopefully, uh, that isn't the only character that's in the sequel. I think uh, I would love to see Spider-Man. Um, in this, in the sequel as well, but, you know, for what it's worth, I thought it was a pretty decent film. I think for the next one, they need to go R. They need to go R rated. Oh yeah, yeah. I no, think like the movie would benefit so much from it being rated R. Yeah, yeah. I, I was a little surprised, you know, I was, the screen and I went to, there were no kids in there at all. It's all, you know, much older people, so. I don't know, you know, obviously I guess they wanted to make it PG-13 because they figure eventually maybe they want to add Spider-Man to these movies, but still, yeah, it should be an R. It shouldn't be a PG-13. In um, uh, so the, po- the post-credit uh, Easter thing, Easter egg, uh, he looks so dumb, though. He looks so yeah. <laughs> was like I was like, what? That wig, it looked like a wig. Yeah, you think it was a wig? Kid and stuff. Yeah, it, it it definitely was was a wig. Um, yeah, I'm I'm. I mean, I know the characters. A lot of people are very anxious to see the character on the big screen. So hopefully, even though that looks a little silly, they can redeem themselves once we actually see the real character when he does his transformation. Um, but we'll see. To be determined. But uh, Gary. Uh, you definitely need to go see it so uh, you can give your opinion as to what you thought of uh, of the movie, especially as a uh, Marvel fan. Yeah, I didn't know if it was worth like going to the cinema to see it or just wait for it to come out. Like, but um, yeah, I mean, I, I would like it a lot better if he was actually incorporated in Spider Man because I feel like that's yeah. how you need Venom done. But I'll, I'll give it a chance though. I'll, I'll definitely try and see it at some point. Uh, Whereas, you know, with, with DC movies, I'm just not interested anymore. But with this, I, I'm actually going to give it a chance, you know. So I'll see it yeah. at some point. Yeah, yeah. I think the, the back and forth between Venom and Eddie Brock is... I think that's where the a lot of the interesting stuff is. The way that they interact is... You li- I did like that. Uh, so, yeah, I'm very curious to see what they do for a sequel. Um just have to wait in for them to green light that and then see whatever the new direction is. But, uh, yeah. Decent film. De- definitely, definitely better than, um, not as bad as the critics as have said it, it is. So, yeah. Worth checking out, for sure. Yeah. 
Absolutely. So uh, I think that's I think that's all you wanted to say for what you're watching and playing. Yeah, that's it. That's it for me. Okay, so how about you go next, Gary? Uh oh. Oh yeah, yeah. So um, of course you know, <laughs> I've been playing Overwatch, and uh, the uh, the Halloween event just went live on Overwatch. So um, you know now you can they they, they added the the uh, PVE mode where you can team up with four others and fight waves of enemies and stuff, and like Halloween themed characters. Uh, basically, their horde mode that they you know they add every year for Halloween. Um, go ahead. What was you gonna say? So I have to ask this question, Not... Gary. Well, go ahead. Go ahead, Ed. Oh no. So I have to ask this question, Gary, and I have to be cheesy. Uh-huh. Uh Is is this Halloween uh, content a scary good time, or is it just the same Overwatch game with uh, characters reskinned with Halloween attire? Uh, I mean, th- that mode in particular is is only available during Halloween, like Halloween season. Oh. So, um, okay. so there's that, you know, there's that reason to go back and play that mode. But, but that mode is kind of short lived, though. Like once you play it a few times, it's, it's it gets repetitive after that. There are achievements you can go for and stuff, but and and obviously uh, unlocking more loot boxes and stuff like that. But, um, but yeah, it, it gets repetitive after a while. Uh, I think they they should try to work on making brand new content and brand new game modes for the game but the creator actually came out and said that the reason there's there's nothing new this time around is because they're working on um they're working on social features for the game and that's taking some time to develop uh so i believe like there's going to be stuff like guilds and and clans and stuff like that soon so that's what they're working on uh so they just recycled the same game mode from the previous years and uh, that's what they're doing. But um, there are some new skins as well for the characters. Uh, there's the Spider Widow skin, which is cool. Um, and uh, uh, the the Sombra skin. Sombra is basically Frankenstein's bride. So uh, she's got that skin, which is cool. But yeah, uh, besides that, not much, not much else. Uh, there also is a, a Bastion Lego set that came out for... Overwatch, so they're, they're starting to make these Lego sets. Uh, the Bastion one is available now. There's a picture of it on screen. I'll make it a little bigger just so guys can get a good idea. Um, that's basically it. Uh, it's like a you know statue figure kind of thing that you build. Um, and there's going to be more sets in the future as well. Uh, and besides that, I've just been playing Dragon Quest XI. Um, I got a little bit further. Um, I'm probably, I'm probably around like the 10 hour mark now, considering that this is probably like an 80 to 90 hour game. I'm not that far in, but, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, it's an okay RPG, like pretty standard so far. Um, it hasn't blown me away or anything, but the, the visuals are really, really good, really unique. And, you know, if, if you, like sometimes you just need a JRPG and this serves that purpose for me. Um, but yeah, that that's pretty much all I've been playing this week. That's cool. Sounds good. But, but what right, was so... Ed gonna say? I, I feel like Ed was gonna say something. <laughs> uh no, nah, I was just gonna talk shit about Overwatch. <laughs> uh, but I, I used to play Overwatch with your man's though. Your man's on Xbox. Assassin. He said so. you weren't good. Oh well, he was lying to you. 
I don't know him as a liar. Uh, and and plus that was like years ago. Like we we played in like the first year of Overwatch. I've improved a lot since then, and I'm like platinum rank now. So yeah, I'm, I'm I'm good. I'm gonna toot my own horn here. I'm good. Uh, if you if you could get your girl to dress up as one Overwatch character, which one would it be? That that's a hard question. Uh, it, it's it's either gotta be Diva or Widowmaker, I think. Or all right, yeah, yeah, D. Widow make her. Mm, interesting. Well, I'm not going to answer that question because <laughs> I'm, 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 yeah, I'm, 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 I'm happily single. Yeah, so we're going to leave it at that for right now. And then this is not the uh, relationship podcast, so we'll see what happens in the future, though. Yeah. Um. So. I'm 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 gonna go next. I'm, I'm gonna try to be a little brief. Uh, yeah, I, I also have been playing Forza Motorsport. Uh, I, I agree with a lot of what Ed had to say. There's just a lot to do in the game. You know, I figured, you know, initially my plan w- was to review the game at a much earlier time, but I had got the game late, and then I ended up playing the game and then spending so much time just driving around doing stuff, trying to collect stuff. So I still have. I want to say I put about maybe 40 hours in. I will have to double check that stat because I'm not looking at my Xbox right now. Um, but uh, I put in a lot of time into the game. Still have a ton of things that I need to do. But um, it's a great game. The criticisms that Ed made, I agree with a lot of those criticisms because, uh, yeah, I did notice that. Um, but um, I still will have a review for it at some point in time. You know, maybe in the, within the next couple of days for those that still want an opinion on it but i will tell you right now if you are a racing game fan and you have an xbox one you should have already picked up this game day one uh and if and and of course if you have game pass because we do know some people that do have game pass and they do not like to buy xbox exclusives uh yeah you definitely should use your game pass it is definitely an excellent investment for this game so um definitely worth picking up uh, I've also spent another time with another game that uh, I know Gary absolutely could not wait for me to talk about this game. It is, of course, WWE 2K19. Um, last week I said that I had, you know, I only spent a little bit of time because I had literally just got the game the same day that we started recording. But I now have spent about a week with the game. And I can tell you right now that... um uh, the game has a lot of issues that, you know, I guess you could say some of the stuff is nitpicky. If you if you have if you have ever watched WWE, you're a fan. Like I am somewhat still a fan, even though the product is complete garbage right now. But this game, certain aspects about it really bother me. Uh, now I did play through the showcase mode with Daniel Bryan. Um, that mode is actually not bad. You know, I'm glad they brought the showcase back because it gives players a little bit more to do aside from the universe mode. So that's that's good and dandy. Again, though, as I mentioned before, certain aspects of it with the presentation, the commentary, the commentary is still garbage. After you play the game for a while, you start hearing them say the exact same lines for the same wrestlers or even for other wrestlers that end up in different situations or similar situations. It, it, a lot of that commentary is just horrible. And I think from a presentation standpoint, if your goal is to show uh, a representation of a show like NXT, you know, or SmackDown, 
I think maybe the commentary team should match the show as it does in real life. But I understand they're trying to cut corners, so they don't want to pay all these other people to come on and do commentary. It's it is what it is. But um, not good. Of course, you know, Tommaso Ciampa, who is the current NXT champion, is not in the game. And it's funny because he was in the game last year. So I don't know what happened between this year and last year. Uh, I guess they decided, no, we're not going to include them. And they easily could have patched them in there if they wanted to. But uh, they didn't bother doing it. So um, it's horrible. Uh, graphically, uh, uh, the game looks okay. But uh, really, you know... Some of the character models look look pretty good. You know, obviously, AJ Styles looks fantastic because AJ Styles is the cover star of the game. So you can't mess this guy up. But some of the animations, some of the presentations when they come out to the ring, still not exactly as, as accurate as it should be. And I was a little annoyed about that. Um, so... That, 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 that's, that's a problem. They've made certain changes to some of the modes, like, you know, Steel Cage, the Hell in a Cell. They've added little stuff here and there that you can do in there, but it, it still feels like it's the same experience for the most part. Um, what else can I mention briefly? The 2K Towers. They added this mode once again. It's basically where you go through a series of matches and you have objectives. They added this mode specifically to give people, again, more opportunities to play the game for a longer period of time. And, of course, they have the AJ Styles Million Dollar Tournament Tower that you can also play just to ho hopefully have a chance to play AJ Styles to win a million dollars. The tower is not really that great, to be honest with you. Uh, I mean, again, you're just having regular matches. Sometimes they have objectives, like you have to you know, pin somebody or submit somebody, or you have to do something within a certain period of time, they switch it up from time to time. It's an okay attempt, but really, you know, to me, this is a game that feels like, you know, I feel if 2K really cares about putting out a good product, then they will spend the time needed to make the game great. Now, I know that Dana mentioned in the past uh, that they, 2K had said, they're going to have this serious rest for a little while. And I think that is needed to really make a game that truly is great because you got to think about it from, from a, from a presentation standpoint, it definitely needs to be improved in a lot of areas because when you are a company like 2k and you release a game like NBA 2k, which is a sports game, by the way, yes, WWE is considered sports entertainment, but it is a sports game. They update that game regularly, whether it's new players that if they're injured, then they will release the update and take that player out the game for a period of time until they return. And then even when a player gets traded, they do these updates periodically every other day. This is Visual Concepts. And since Visual Concepts is now helping with the graphics on this game, I just think you have to really, you have to go all in on this and really step it up. Even in the universe mode, like when I started the universe mode and I started playing the universe mode, they don't even have some of the pay-per-views the same month as they should be in the actual game. Like, for example, when you start Universe Mode now, you start in May, not April. And so, obviously, the pay-per-view that's supposed to be in July, in, in June, is Money in the Bank. They have it on in, in July in Universe Mode. So that is completely off. All of the pay-per-views that they've announced, Evolution, uh, Crown Jewel, none of that stuff is in the game. Obviously, I'm not expecting Crown Jewel to, Jewel to be in there. Obviously, controversial topic. I will talk about that on another podcast this weekend, perhaps. We'll see. But, um, 
it's just, you know, I feel like if you are trying to make this a simulation game, you need to make a decision whether it's a simulation game or it's just a, a fun game to play where everything is not accurate. And I feel that they have an identity crisis right now as far as that's concerned. So um, with that said, yes, I still have a review coming for the game. If I was to, if somebody was to ask me right now, would I recommend the game? I would say if you're a hardcore wrestling fan, uh, then you should wait to get this game at a discount if you still want it. But if you're a casual wrestling game fan and you don't care about the roster, you don't really care about a lot of things in the game, maybe, maybe, maybe you might want it. But I will still tell you to wait. I would not tell anybody to buy this game at the full price. And I definitely wouldn't tell them to buy the season pass in the game collectively as as a whole right now for a hundred dollars. Hell no, son. You can do yourself uh you'd be doing yourself a disservice if you did that. So um with that said, I, I will have more to say. Um I'm currently playing through the my player mode right now. So I will have some thoughts and I will have a review soon. But um I can just say that, you know, as a fan of 2K, I expect them to release better products. So I am disappointed. You know, we can talk about NBA 2K19 and the fact that it has the biggest issue with that game is the microtransactions, which I think that is the biggest issue with that game. But still, WWE 2K19, I know they try to do a few things different with this game, but this is still not up to the quality it needs to be, especially if you're a wrestling fan like I am. So hopefully... They will listen to the feedback they receive from some of these people um, and they will actually improve the game. And if and if it means not releasing a game next year and waiting until a year later, then I think that'll be will be much in for a far better product at the end of the day if they decide to do that. So that that's all I have to say about WWE 2K19. Uh, I will have more to say on that soon. Um, lastly, I want to jump into this because I know we got to get to the topics. Uh, as for the movies that I did see, yeah, I did see Venom, you know, so I already said what I thought about Venom. I also saw, uh, Bad Times at the El Royale. I saw that actually on Wednesday. The movie is out in theaters right now. Uh, what I can say about that movie is for the most part, I, I enjoyed it. You know, do I think it was a perfect film? Absolutely not. And rarely is a film ever perfect. But in the case of this film, for those that want an idea of what this film is about, it's basically about seven different uh, strangers. They have some type of connection. You know, they go to this hotel. It's set during the 1960s. There's a lot that has to do with the story. I don't want to spoil any of that stuff, but I'll just basically say, yeah, there are about seven different people that end up at this hotel. And then there is something that happens at the hotel where you, you get to learn a little bit more about the characters. You get to learn about their motivations and then you find out that they have a lot of secrets about them that are unveiled as the film continues to go on. The film is directed and produced by uh, Drew Goodert. Uh, hopefully I pronounced his last name correctly. For those who try to figure out who this guy is, this is the guy that actually created and had a, a part in the Daredevil series that's currently on Netflix, um, which does return next week for season three. But um, I think he did a great job in terms of putting together this film the only real criticism i have of the film is that there you know they spend time with some of the characters they give you an idea of some of their backstories but they don't fully flesh out every single character um and in some instances that's a little disappointing like i will say this i will try not to give any spoilers 
one character that I know people was interested in seeing, John Hamm. Um, you know, this is the guy that was in Mad Men. Uh, this guy is in the film, but you may be disappointed to know that he may not be in the film for quite as long as the other characters. And then his character, they reveal something about the character, but you don't really get a full feel of other stuff about the character. Um, certain things they touch on, the fact he has a family, so on and so forth, but they don't really dive deep into his character like they do some of the other characters. So I feel that that is one really the only criticism, criticism I have of the film. Um, and then there are other characters that they reveal throughout the film and they give you an idea of their backstory, which really explains how they led, how they, uh, came to the hotel. Um, I just feel like a lot of that would have been great to get more of that. But the issue was that the film is two hours and 30 minutes. So it's already long enough. So I can understand why they wouldn't want to spend too much time with some of this other stuff, but I think it would have helped it a little bit more from my perspective. Um, but with that said, it's still a good film. If I was to give it a score, I would say maybe I would give it like a 7.5 out of 10, maybe, perhaps. But I definitely say it's a good film worth checking out. Um, and it, it definitely did surprise me because when I saw the trailer and I saw the cast, you know, of course, we have Thor, Chris Hemsworth. He is in the film. He does play a bad guy. Um, he's pretty good in the film. Um, pretty much the whole cast is, is pretty solid. It's just that certain aspects I do wish in terms of the backstory, some of the characters, I wish it was a little fleshed, uh, fleshed out a little bit more. But overall, it, it's still a film I recommend you see. If you want to be, you want to see something that that's a little surprising and it is very entertaining, even though it's two hours and 30 minutes long, it is entertaining, you know, so I definitely recommend you check it out if you're interested. But, um, I believe that's, that pretty much covers what I've been playing and what I've been watching. Uh, we're definitely going to be talking about more entertainment stuff on another show coming up soon. So stay tuned for that. But, um, yeah. That's all we've been playing and watching for this week. So uh, let's go ahead and let's jump right into the topics. If uh, if Gary and, and Ed are still awake, because uh, I know it's late where Gary is at. So um, just making sure. <laughs> I'm here. All right. OK, cool. So let's jump into the first topic. Um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Uh, Ubisoft actually released a statement reported that it is the best it is currently the best-selling Assassin's Creed game so far this generation. Uh, and it also had the best launch of pretty much all the Assassin's Creed games. So, um, I, you know, honestly, I, I just want to say something about this, and then I'll go to you, Gary. Um, I, when I saw Assassin's Creed Odyssey and I saw the particular setting, I already was interested in this game, and I figured that there was a lot of people that are interested in that time period. So I thought it was a fantastic idea for them to do a game in this particular setting and just to see how it's doing sales wise already. Cause it came out, I believe it was last, last Friday it came out. Yeah. Officially. So the fact that it's already doing that, that, that good sales wise is, is really amazing. Um, so I, I'm happy for it. I'm glad it's doing well. I haven't picked, picked it up yet. I do hope that Ubisoft actually stays true to their word and does not release another Assassin's Creed next year or anytime soon because I feel like it's better when the series takes a break. Like Origins last year, again, another game that I started but I did not finish because there was way too many things in the game. I didn't really put the time into finishing it or even getting through it. 
But what I had seen of the game up until a certain period of time, I thought it was good. I just felt like, man, this is too much stuff in this game. I, I've heard this game, it, 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 it offers a little bit more. Obviously, it's more of an action RPG, so it has a little bit more to offer people. But um, overall, I'm glad it's doing well. Um, this is a very crowded month for video games, so I have no idea when I will uh, actually play this game. More than likely, I'll pick it up during Black Friday, but I'm glad it's doing well. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go to you now, Gary. Uh, what did you think about this news? And, uh, are you planning on picking up this game in the future? Oh yeah. Hopefully at some point. Um, I mean, I, I still didn't be origins yet, but you know, I, I played that. I, I put a lot of hours into it, but I still didn't beat it basically. But, um, I'm hearing great feedback from Odyssey and even people who didn't manage to finish origins, uh, did move on to this game and they, they're saying you know it's 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 better like it takes the formula of origins and makes it better and you know it, as a standalone game it, it's definitely one of the best assassin's creeds that's what i'm hearing from people um and i hear that doing the spartan kick is is really fun as well being able to do that in the game um and yeah i'm hearing great feedback about the characters i hear that the female character is probably the best option story-wise um, but yeah, I'm, I'm hearing great things and, you know, because I'm hearing these great things, it makes sense why it would be the best selling one so far. Um, originally, like when this headline hit, hit the airwaves, I had to do some thinking. I was like, wait, how many has there been this generation? Hasn't it just been Origins? But then I remembered, no, there's, there's been Black Flag. There's been, uh, was, I think Unity was Unity. Yeah. Unity was one, I think. Oh. Well hold, well, hold on a second. Black Flag came out this gen? I thought it, it started with uh, Unity. No, um, uh, well, it, it came out on both. Like, uh, Black Flag came out uh, right okay. right when uh, Xbox and PS4 was launching, so it came out on PS3 and PS4 and 360 and... Ah, uh, okay. And, uh, okay. Thingy. Uh, and I, I believe the same was for Unity and uh, Syndicate. Uh, right. I think I think Syndicate I th might have been the first one that only came out next gen. I can't remember, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's it. I I, I was gonna say Unity, Unity by far one of the worst games that they have ever released because I believe yeah they did. I do recall all the technical issues we saw with the game because it was out on these consoles for the first time. But yeah, that was the worst. I think. Yeah, yeah, definitely uh, not one of the best. Um, but yeah, I mean. <laughs> Yeah, there's been a few th this generation. So to hear that this is the best-selling one, I guess that's a great achievement for Ubisoft. And from what I'm hearing, uh, it's definitely warranted as well. Uh, I, I haven't really heard anything bad about the game so far. So um, that's pretty good to hear. And eventually I do want to get to the game because I used to be a big fan of these games, Assassin's Creed. Like they, I used to play every single one that came out at one point. But you know, then it just it got too repetitive. It was always the same thing every year, and then they didn't they didn't do enough to to change up the formula. So I kind of like fell off from it a bit, just because there was so many other games out there on the market. Um, so you know, eventually that's going to happen. Like when you're putting out a product year after year, and you're, you're just doing the same thing over and over, and not really changing enough of it eventually you know you're going to saturate the market and there's going to be other options out there that are doing things that you're not and then the the user base is going to gravitate towards those products so um 
I mean, that that's how you can compare that to the the iPhone and Android thing. Like, you know, um, for years, iPhone was the standard. They were the best. But, um, you know, they kept on doing the same thing year after year. And then more people started to go Android. Uh, it's the same thing here. So, um, yeah. So, like, you know, it, it's good that they took that year off to refine the game. And then they came out with Origins. And I really liked Origins. I liked the gameplay chase changes that they made. Um, you know, how they restructured the combat and everything. Um, and, you know, at some point I would love to go back to Origins and finish it. But I don't know when I'm going to have time to do that. But, <coughs> excuse me. But, yeah, um, just the fact that that game was so good and Odyssey is apparently better. I'm sure that, you know, I, I, I'm sure this game is phenomenal, you know, um, especially the setting, you know, the Greek setting and everything. So I can't wait to get, you know, to finally get around to playing the game. Yeah, I, I, I agree 100%. Um, like I said, it just, you know, I, I, I fully intended to get this game when it came out, but, um, that was not possible. And then at the same time, you have Forza out. So yeah, it's, you gotta, you gotta manage your time accordingly if you're trying to play all of these games. But I, I don't want to, you know, get a game and then start it, but never finish it. I'm trying to get better about that now, you know, so eventually I will get to Odyssey, but that will not be anytime soon. You know, at least not right now. But um, that's just my opinion. Uh, how about you, Ed? Any thoughts on uh, the Assassin's Creed uh, uh, Odyssey sales? Uh, nah, um, Odyssey looks great. I don't have it personally, but I plan to probably Black Friday. Um, the last one was really good, so I guess people are just like, you know, they want more. I feel like as long as you're, uh, you can keep doing Assassin's Creed every year if you want, but they have to be good. And if they're not good, then the market's gonna respond. And that's what happened with like, Unity and maybe even to some degree, uh, Syndicate, even though I think that game was, uh, alright. But, uh, you know, the past years it suffered because of that. Or the past uh, games uh, caused that game to, you know, perform the way it did. But, you know, now everybody's on an Assassin's Creed high because of uh, Origins and same things happening here. I agree. Yep. Absolutely. Um, well, you know, Ubisoft has so many different IPs now, so they don't need to have Assassin's Creed every year, but they damn sure better have Splinter Cell in 2019, because I was waiting to see that at the Ubisoft conference. I've been looking for that game for like, <laughs> thinking that like, oh, E3 this time? They gave us two division games before they give us, before they gave us a Splinter Cell? Like, what? Yeah. Disappointing. Yes. I don't know what they're doing. Like, even Prince of Persia, you could make a Prince of Persia game. They, they, they could do that. Like, switch it up. Well, we'll see. We'll see, we'll see what happens. Maybe, maybe next year there'll be some surprises. Alright, so. Watch any other oh, 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 actually, yeah. That, that's definitely coming because I know that that game is in development now. They, they had, they was very, uh, they did reveal some stuff. 
that suggested that that was in development. So yeah, we know for sure that's coming. But um, yeah, I don't know what happened with Prince of Persia and you know, Splinter Cell either. But Splinter Cell, I, I know when uh, we was at E3 this this past year. I mean, yeah, a couple of months back. That was it, by far a lot of people was like, what, what, where is Splinter Cell? That was the question on everybody's mind. And then when I didn't see it, I was like, well, it must not be ready to show then. But we'll see. We'll see. That'll be a uh, PS5, Xbox Two, uh, two, oh, two X game, perhaps. We'll see. Probably. <laughs> All right. So. uh any other thoughts before we move on to the next topic? You, you, you have something else you was about to say, Gary? Uh, not really. <laughs> okay, well, I'm, I'm actually going. I'm actually going to go to you now, anyway, because this next topic is something you know a little bit more about, and it has to do with the Witcher series, which uh, we have been talking about here on a couple weeks on the show. So, feel free to let us know about the uh, the new castings that they've made for the, for this particular show. Yeah. So. Um... You know, we, we, we've spoke a lot about The Witcher in previous weeks. You know, um, last week it was the whole uh, lawsuit and everything that was going on. And, uh, you know, um, we, we spoke before about the TV show and Henry Cavill being cast. And uh, now they have an actress for, you know, for Jennifer and for Siri. And I'm, I'm getting the images up right now so everyone will be able to see. But, um, yeah, I mean, I guess... You know, Rich, I know you played The Witcher 3, so uh, you'll be, you know, uh, I'm not sure if, if Ed played it, actually, but, you know, you, you can uh, I, definitely let, let us know what you think of these actresses and uh, whether you think so far the casting has been up to par for The Witcher TV show. So so I, 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 I'm going to put myself on the spot right now uh, because I want to be as transparent as possible. Uh, I did not finish The Witcher 3. This was a game that I started with every intention of playing from beginning to end. But once I saw just how much was in this game, I was like, well, and, and, and there had to be something else that was out when this game came out. I don't remember exactly what it was, but n nine times out of ten, whenever a massive game comes out, I will attempt to dive into it for a little bit of time and then I try to come back to it later because, I, you know, being that we are a website, we're trying to cover as many games as possible and talk about a lot of different games. But I obviously I had every attention to play it. You know, now that I do have the X, I will try and go back to it because I know it's going to look better anyway on the X and it will probably perform better on the X as well. But I, I just didn't get a chance to really dive deep into the game i have seen some of these characters in the game but i didn't really get a chance to spend as much time as as maybe you did um so i must apologize for those that are angry now and will question my ability as a gamer but i just i haven't had oh, the no, time I mean, th th those are those are huge <laughs> games so you know pe people will understand that but but yeah um yennefer is a key character she's she's appeared in multiple games um, Siri is only in The Witcher 3. She, that's when she enters the story. Um, so two very important characters to the lore of The Witcher. 
Um, I think, like, uh, I know there was some sort of uproar about the, these castings. I'm not sure what they were because I don't, sometimes I just don't pay attention to negativity, like people being negative on the internet sometimes. But I know there was some sort of outrage and that uh, the the guy um, who's in charge of the show, he, he quit Twitter or something because of that outrage. Um, now here's my thoughts like the one who plays Jennifer she seems okay she seems like an okay fit I could see her in that role the Siri one I'm not so sure but it depends on uh, it depends on how they plan to progress that character because the, the actress looks kind of young and the Siri that we see in the game is you know she, she's like a more of a young adult kind of Siri, uh, but I know in the books she's she actually is in there as a young girl. So like I think she she's in the, the book series a lot earlier than she appears in the games. So maybe if they're if they're intending to show the growth of that character, it's probably a good idea to start with like a young actress, and you know uh, she can grow with the show if they plan to. Well, if it makes it past the first series, first of all, because. This could turn out to be so awful that they don't even, you know, continue. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, if, if the plan is to have growth in character, then I could see why maybe they went with a, a younger-looking actress for for Siri. Um, that yeah. Uh, go ahead. What was you gonna say? You know, I, I you know, I'm looking at the images now. I, I just want to ask a question. Mm. Um. Because you've seen this, and I also want to get Ed's opinion when you know when you ask him about this. But I just have to ask this question: Are you surprised that they didn't maybe go with uh, more well-known actresses for this role? Because everybody knows who Henry Cavill is. So when I look at this, I I don't know who any of these actresses are, um, unless they were in stuff that I didn't see. But that was the question I was going to ask you: Did you think they would they would have was going to maybe go with someone else that maybe people have known or they've seen? Or, did, or, or are you not surprised they went this direction with some people that everyone might not be familiar with? Uh, I can see why they went with, you know, lesser uh, known uh, people because, I mean, they, they probably have a, a strict budget for this show, you know, especially with it being, it, it's, it's a show that's probably going to demand a high production value because it's dealing with magic and fantasy and stuff. So they're probably going to have to reserve a big budget for effects. Um, so I can see why they, why like Henry Cavill is probably going to be like the most, uh, you know, famous guy that's on on the show, like that's casted. Like he's probably going to be the, the the highest paid guy, you know, the the most well known guy. Um, and everyone else is, you know, probably not going to be as well known as as him because they have a strip budget. So they're probably going to get a lot of new talent, or probably you'll probably see a lot of. Um, people that are that that are in other netflix shows as well because that's a trend i see like a lot of the same actors work with net netflix shows and stuff so you mm -hmm. probably see people from like house of cards or you know some of these other netflix shows appear in this as well um, with, with the exception of one person you will not see kevin spacey in this show <laughs> well yeah <laughs> You won't see him in any show anytime soon. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I can understand why they probably. Now, what I really want to know is who they're going to cast as Tri Tris uh, Merigold, because she's like one of the, the, the most important female characters. Uh, Yennefer is important, but um, 
Tris Marigold, she's uh, a huge, she's really important as well. So I want to like, that's, yeah, go ahead. That, that's that's the the redhead, the redhead character, right? Yeah, the redhead. Okay, why don't they get the the the, the uh, female actress that's going to be in Aquaman? Oh yeah. I don't know yeah. if you see. I don't know if you saw that trailer. Um, no, I, 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 I didn't even want to watch five minutes of that. <laughs> that's too much for me for, for a DC film. But um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I need to look oh. her up. Yeah, well, 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 I'm pretty sure we'll talk about this stuff a little bit more, more detail uh, on the other podcast where we're going to be doing as well soon. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, you get. Uh, what are your thoughts, Ed, on basically looking at these photos? Do you think that these uh, appear to be good choices, or you think that they should have went? After people that you know, maybe everybody is a little bit more f- more familiar with. Um, I don't give a shit. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> like, Uh-oh. let's be real. Like, like some of the Netflix shows are kind of whack. They're like low budget. Like, I don't care about Netflix shows, man. The only one that I kind of liked was Ozark, and even that show I could only stand for three episodes before I hated it. Oh, whoa. Mm. Wow. Ouch. That hurts. I can't, I can't think of one um, Netflix original show that I like other than American Vandal. What so about, Daredevil. Uh, 13 Reasons Why or Stranger Things? or I hate Stranger Things. Uh, 13 Reasons what? Why was good for one season and then that's it. Wow. Dude, this guy has high standards. Yeah, so you know that this like what happened, not... man? We used to be watching Breaking Bad and Game of Thrones, man. My quality, the quality, the standard is high, man, and like it just needs to be high. And Stranger Things, it's just a cheap show because it's doing all the little tropes that people like the kids, and like it looks like a Steven Spielberg movie, like it's kids on a mission on some Super Eight shit. But like, let's be for real, man. That story's trash. <laughs> so, 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 you, so you heard, you heard that, you heard that, that little uh, brief uh, moment there where it cut out. That that's that's uh, Netflix trying to censor what what Ed had to say. So you better be careful what he says. I mean, I love Netflix, but not for Stranger Things, bro. Wait, so so, mm. so you don't think this Witcher show has the potential to like become their Game of Thrones? Nah. <laughs> I'm not saying it's gonna be like trash, but it's not gonna be on any level of Game of Thrones, bro. Like, come on, for real. Uh oh. This is gonna be like, and I can tell, like, because it's a video game adaptation too. I know it has, like, there's a book, but they're adapting it because of the game. And whenever you do that stuff, you make the show, like, cheap and, like, you know, you start pandering to gamers because gamers are like, they like to complain about everything. So, <laughs> like, yeah, it's just not, I don't, I don't think that the show is going to be anything special, to be honest. Uh oh. Ouch. Well, Gary, uh, I know you was hoping that this Witcher show was going to be fire. Yeah, Ed just, just said, no, it's not. Well, like, so I mean, on the bright side, you love power, and power is trash. So, well, 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 I, well, I, well, I would like to make a comment about that right now. Even you're, though you're, you might like the it's Witcher. Not trash. It's not trash. This, 
Well, well, I, 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 well I, I will say this. This is not the podcast, uh, podcast, but I will say now that I know what happened at the end of the last season and I know that uh, Angela is returning, now I think power is trash because there's no way in hell you're going to get shot in the chest and survive like that. So, nah, son. We're going we to definitely talk about that show next year. Hey, 50 and, and, Cent got shot nine times and he survives. Well, it's, it's 50 Cent, though. You know, and if, yeah, he, he, he's the, he's, he has a role in the show. He's, if it wasn't for him, the show would not uh, be on the air. You know, him and the other, and Courtney, you know, they make the show what it is. So I, I figure, yeah, but you kill him off the show, that's fine. But, man, that Angela, you know, I know Dana is not a fan of Angela. And, and I definitely am not a fan after I saw how they ended that. And they said, oh, she survived. She survived. Man, get the hell out of here with that. But again, this, this ain't that, that we, this is not the power cast. So I will not talk about that on the show. I'll have more to say on this, on the other show we're going to be recording. Yeah, I just uh, want to sure. power law. So what? Can I say something about power? Oh, go ahead. All right, man. I'll be honest. I've never seen power before. Oh, but, oh, oh. And I don't, and I don't, I won't ever. But here, why do I like, and I get that this is a black show and like black people love this show. But it seems like everyone I know that watches Power complains every fucking week about it. So why do y'all watch Power? No, nah, like, because it, it wasn't... The, the reason is because it wasn't always like that. Like, the first yeah. three seasons were incredible. Like, you don't understand. Like, the first three seasons were actually really good. Like, it wasn't... It didn't come across as just, like, a black show, like, or whatever. Like, it was a legit good show. Like, and, like, at one point, people were comparing it to The Wire because it was that good. Like, it was never as yeah. good as The Wire. Like, I'll, I'll admit that. But, but like, people were putting it, like, they were ready to kind of put it up there if it continued being good. But this latest season, you know, is, is where it started to kind of slow down and the, the writing started to not make sense as much. And I think that's what brought out a lot of the anger and frustration in people because the quality dipped a little compared to what it was before so that that's the reason people were so vocal about it this year yeah and and then and, and then the stuff of the writers trying to stretch out a, a a story and deciding to keep certain characters alive for too long they should have already been killed you know delaying delaying the process no we need to keep this actor on because uh they you know we we just want to keep the audience happy by keeping them on the show but yeah that, that I, I just I just don't get that. But again, this is not podcast, you know. We'll we'll talk more about this on uh, the entertainment show, Gary. You know, yeah. we'll, I'm pretty sure that we'll have something to say about power because uh, I've been wanna, watching some stuff on this. So yeah, uh, I just want to shout out stars, and I want I want to let them know if they're listening. Just ignore Ed; he didn't mean it. You know, <laughs> everything everything is all good. Uh, stars that would need a Mexican show. Don't you yeah, have well, you have enough of those? Like you had a, a not like, narcos, all right? <laughs> oh, <laughs> you had El Chapo and stuff. Like yeah. I don't watch that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> he said no. He said he ain't, he ain't dealing with that. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Um, any other thoughts on this Witcher casting before we move on to the next topic? I know this. Next topic is going to be very interesting to get into. Okay. 
Microsoft News now. We got to get into some of these things. There was a story that was reported earlier this week that they are currently in talks to buy Obsidian Entertainment. Now, I know Obsidian, uh, you know, the most recent uh, franchise they're working on is Pillars of Eternity. Um, it is a game that uh, another another action RPG. There's a lot to do in the game. I've seen the game. I did get a chance to play it briefly during GDC as well. The game, there's a lot to do in that game. So it's a game where because it is so time consuming, I know that I will never play it. So, but still, I wanted to get you guys' opinion on this news because Microsoft did say in the past they were going to continue acquiring studios. And I'm pretty sure that there's others that they are already in talks with, but obviously none of that news is official yet. But, uh, what do you guys think about Microsoft buying Obsidian? And uh, I'm going to go to you first, Ed, since uh, we know that you are the Xbox on the show. So feel free to, to, to give us your opinion first. <laughs> I'm not an Xbox. I'm just a realist, and I just keep it real. <laughs> but uh, as far as Obsidian goes, the last game that I played by Obsidian was a horrible game called Alpha Protocol. And that was in 2010. And since then, I'm looking at their catalog. Uh, they did some work on, uh, or they did, uh, Fallout New Vegas. They did some work on Stick of Truth. And then mm. after that, nothing. Uh, so should Xbox buy them? I'm not sure if they wanna, if, uh, they wanna be stuck making Avatar clothing and, uh, and avatar updates then fine you know let's get them on board but uh if you want them to make a triple a title i don't think they're capable of that ouch whoa Woo. well hold on so gary well now i know that you've played some of these obsidian games so w w what is your response to what ed just had to say I, th I actually think the opposite. I think this is a good purchase, like, to be honest. Like, this has potential, I think, because, um, like, yeah, they might not have worked on the, the best games, but they have, uh, worked on some, some notable IPs. Now, prior to this news, like, they were known as that reliable, uh, secondary developer. So, for example, Fallout, you know, like, maybe when the main Fallout team is working on the next Fallout, they put Obsidian on New Vegas to, you know, just to knock out another uh, Fallout real quick for pe people to enjoy, you know. So they 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 were great at being a secondary developer. They worked on some classic games like uh, Knights of the Old Republic 2, Neverwinter Nights 2, um, and yeah, they like Stick of Truth. They worked on some some noteworthy games, and um, I I think they're they're known as those reliable secondary developers that you can rely on to you know to, to knock out a project now i think there's potential for them to evolve into uh, a flagship develop like studio like i i think that potential is there we all know microsoft missed out on buying bioware and for a long time obsidian was compared to bioware in terms of the types of games they worked on so I think this is actually a good uh, acquisition. Like, well, I mean, I don't think it's official yet, but this would be <laughs> this would be a good acquisition for them. Um, Alpha Protocol, 
was wasn't great i admit that uh, i remember uh, playing that game actually it didn't seem that great uh, but besides that they've worked on some pretty good good things and pillars of eternity is is really good too um so i i think this is good like, i think that this is a great move for microsoft uh we know they they bought some they're in that mode now where they're buying studios they bought some noteworthy studios already this is a good fit for them especially when we're, we're transitioning into a new generation slowly and surely um i think obsidian can do great work for the next xbox and um they i think they need that you know that developer that can make a good western rpg experience and obsidian is that kind of developer like they're great at making those westernized rpg experiences so um this will add a lot of variety to the xbox library moving forward if they make that acquisition i think that was good yeah so so my my thoughts on this uh upcoming acquisition because as you said it's not official yet i i i I do think that microsoft um it would be a good move for microsoft to, to purchase studios the main thing that I thought about with Microsoft, when they made that purchase, you know, those other purchases and they announced it during E3 earlier this year, the most important news that came out of that, that was not said at the conference, I believe this was said afterwards, which is they're giving all of these studios creative freedom to do whatever they want to do. So they're not telling them, I, we need you to work on another Gears uh, another Gears game, another Halo game. No, they're giving them creative freedom to make whatever they want to make. So in, in that regard, it will be interesting to see what Obsidian could do. As you said, Gary, they, they've been known as a good go-to studio to help out on games. So I believe that this is going to be their opportunity to prove that if they were to make their own game, whether or not they can actually make a great game. Because I know Pillars of Eternity, that game has been getting, is received very, very highly by people we know. I know David Jagno has played that game and Charles as well. They always talk highly of that game. So what I played during uh, GDC, it wasn't a heavily action oriented uh, demo that I had. So I don't get, didn't get a chance to see any of the action. It's more of the other stuff that I got to see about how much, you know, managing certain stuff, so on and so forth. But, um, I will give them the benefit of the doubt and say, I'm very curious to see what they will bring to the table, whatever they work on. And then just as you said, they're very good with RPGs. They may very well decide to work on, you know, work on another game that's not an RPG. Um, I mean, so we obviously have to wait and see. First and foremost, if this is official, once it becomes official, and then see what is they actually are going to be working on. But I will say that whatever they're working on, this game ain't coming out anytime soon. Like even the games that they announced uh, at the studio acquisitions they announced at E3, I don't expect to see those games for quite a while. Maybe in the next three years, at the at the soon at the earliest, we'll see maybe one or two of them. But that initiative studio, whatever they're working on, there's no way in hell that game is coming out at the start of next generation. It may take maybe a couple more years, but um. I just think uh, with Obsidian, just have to wait and see. I, I don't really know what I mean, but I do. I think it, now that they would have the freedom to explore and do their own ideas, then it could be interesting or it could be a failure. But we'll see. This is going to be their testing to prove whether or not they are capable of doing their own games or doing a great job of them. But 
I think I mean, it would not be so. If anything, they could at least work on the Gears of War DLC maps. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, we, 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 Gary, Gary, what, what do you think of that? Do you think that that's a good use of the studio, working on DLC maps for Gears of War? Track down DLC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that would be better than making avatars, I guess. But, um, yeah, uh, I mean, no, nah, I, I want, I want, say that again? It's better than working on home and developing that. <laughs> you still got well, home jokes, okay. Um, well, well, here's a question. Well, I'll go go ahead, Gary, and then I'll ask my question. <laughs> hey, bro, hold on. Remember, home is optional. It is. It is optional. Yeah, it's optional. Yeah, I mean, too bad uh, the the connect wasn't optional at Xbox One launch, but there you go. <laughs> but there you go. But uh, yeah, um, I I like. I don't want them to use obsidian to just you know make avatar clothes and dlc packs and you know i don't want them to become a secondary developer on like halo games and stuff like that like they need they need to use them to their full potential because i think there is a lot of potential there so 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 i so i do have a question would would now obviously we know playground games is working on another game the speculation that is probably an, a new fable or another game similar. Now, the question I have is, don't you guys think that Obsidian would be a good studio to work on a fable game, considering their their you know their their whole view on RPGs, so on and so forth? Nah. Well, <laughs> it could be it could be good. It could be. Yeah, I think I think they would do something good with fable. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I, I, I mean, of all the studios that Microsoft has acquired, to me, the most interesting one of all the ones that they mentioned is Ninja Theory, because I have no idea what the hell Ninja Theory is going to actually work on. Um, but still, a lot of those acquisitions are very good, but that Ninja Theory one sticks out to me. So um, we'll see what happens with Obsidian. I mean, I don't know when this news is going to be official. Maybe this is something that will get announced at that uh, Xbox event in November. Um, who knows? But we'll see. We'll see. All right. Uh, any other thoughts before we move on? Because there is another Microsoft topic we need to get into. Yeah, before we get before we get into that, though, um, yeah. Phil Spencer did say don't expect any Halo at that event in November. So... Oh, oh yeah, I did. I did hear that, and um, that's. I mean, that's that's totally fine. That's interesting. They made that announcement ahead of time. Is is Gears going to be there? I would assume Gears Five will be there in some capacity. Who knows? Well, I mean, he didn't. I don't what think he mentioned. The, the you know the event in November, the EXO uh, uh, Ten, I believe it's called. Is that the one that's in Mexico? Yeah, yeah. It's going to be a stream. Um, I think it's November 10th. I think they said it's, it's some around, somewhere around the, so about a month from now. Um, but they, he, see, see, the thing is with Phil Spencer, he said that first and third party studios were going to be at this event in some capacity. They were going to show some stuff. So now that you said, Gary, the Halo won't be there, I, I find that to be interesting, but it makes sense. You know, I would rather the devs finish the game 
if it's going to come out next year, instead of taking time off to talk about the game or show all this stuff, I, I'd rather they just finish the game or get it to a place where it's near completion than to be on this show talking about something and when they could be working on it. So I'm, I'm fine with that. But we'll see. Yeah, I mean, That's I, agree. They, they, I agree. Like this, this event, it wasn't like built up in a major way. Like it, just, it, it was kind of random how it was like announced and stuff. So I don't expect them to show like every single thing, you know. So um, I, I think it's just good that they're doing the show. Period. So I mean, keep I don't your even expectations. make announcements there. I mean, they probably won't. They'll just they'll probably talk about stuff they already announced and just like give us updates and stuff, but. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I mean, did they announce stuff at this the last time they had this event, right? They announced about about uh, rare that they had acquired rare at, at this event a long Bro, time ago. That was when they like had... what, ten years ago, fifteen years ago? Yeah, so they they they, they could announce something here, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, we just go wait and see. I guess. I mean, it's close. Yeah, sorry about that. Windows 10 uh, notification. You know, that's what that noise was. So yeah, damn Microsoft. <laughs> Uh oh, <laughs> but but yeah, well, I mean we'll we'll see we'll see we'll see. They, you very well could be right. They don't announce anything there, but my my thought is because they know that now. I mean, obviously the only other show this year is the video game award show because PSX is not happening. I think part of me thinks Microsoft is going to announce something at the show because they know that they have a lot of focus on them that whole month. But uh, we'll see. They may just they may just play it safe and wait till E three again, but I, I think something's going to definitely get announced at this event. I just don't know what it is, or we will get an update of some of the stuff that they did announce at E three because they announced that Battletoads game. We didn't see any footage from that game, so they could easily show some type of update on something that they've already announced too. So we have to wait and see. Yeah, yeah. Just go wait. What's up? Yes. Absolutely. We'll see. <laughs> All right. So now we need to touch on the other news that Microsoft announced this week. And I, I will admit that I did not uh, catch all this news. I know Ed probably will say, you know, this guy, he ain't really up on his Xbox news because he should have been talking about this at the start of the show. But um, I, I haven't really I, I saw a little bit on this. I didn't really watch. I believe it was a video or something that came out. I didn't watch all the information, but Project X Cloud. Do you want to tell us about what this is, Ed? You can start off and then Gary, because I believe both of you know more about this than I do. <laughs> all right. Project X Cloud is the future of gaming. It's the future of Xbox. Uh, so pretty much what this is gonna let you do is it's gonna let you stream your games to any device that you have. You can play it on, you can play Forza on your phone, on your iPad, anywhere. Uh, and they, on the trailer or the video that they had, they showed how the controller connects, like, to the, to the, to your phone and stuff via Bluetooth or something. But, uh, but yeah, pretty much Xbox wants you to play their games anywhere you want, like on the go, anywhere. And I guess, you know, we kind of been seeing the, the footsteps towards this with, you know, Game Pass and how that works and it, it being streaming device. And I think as a whole, I see Xbox 
you know, they're always going to be a console, but I can definitely see a future where, you know, the Xbox app comes with an LG TV or a Samsung TV. Um, I feel like Xbox is positioning themselves to be kind of like the Spotify of, you know, gaming and, you know, PlayStation. You can have your little fun in your little room, in your little bedroom, playing the little games. But, you know, we're over here in the living room with the surround sound and the 65 inch. Wait, yeah. so on on the PlayStation gamers in the living room too? <laughs> oh man, this these notifications. What's going on with Windows? Sorry about that. Sorry about that. But yeah, PlayStation gamers play in the bedroom. Okay, I I, I didn't know that. But carry yeah. on. But, but yeah, man, just the future is here. I can't wait to play Forza. On my iPhone, it's gonna be revolutionary. Is that even gonna be a good experience? Is it gonna be what? Is that gonna be a good experience playing Forza on your iPhone? I mean, I'm not gonna play the entire game on my phone. Okay. See, I know where you're gonna go at. You're gonna be like, oh, who wants to play Halo on their iPad? But this is on the go, bro. Like, if you're in a car ride, or uh, I'm at school or you know you're at work for whatever reason and you have a job that lets you fuck around a lot <laughs> you you're trying well, to get people in trouble yeah well I, I hope I hope whoever has the, whoever has this company you're talking about isn't watching this this podcast because now they're going to be looking at all of their employees are you doing your job no well you're fired so I hope they aren't uh, listening to the show you go to Starbucks and, you know, update your console on your phone and play games on your phone. Nah, I don't know about all of that. So, 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 so here's the thing I have to ask the question, the, the serious question that has to be asked. Now, do you think that this means that they are moving away from consoles, period? Um, because I, I love the Xbox. So I, 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 I would have no interest playing on a phone. No, I want to play on the console. So, you know, I, I can sit at home, relax. I mean, if you out driving, you, you can't be playing this while you're driving unless you want to get into a car accident. You know, I, I wouldn't think that would be wise, you know, cause I mean, when I'm out, that's my, my time to take a break from gaming and actually focus on other stuff in life. So I don't really know if I like that whole playing on the go this is why with the switch i do not i've never used a switch in, in any capacity since i since i've had it so that that right there is why you, yeah it, it, you know i guess if you're traveling maybe on a plane that's perfect for that but i'm not going to be going out somewhere playing a game you know i'll play a game like i'll play forza and then i say you know what let me go out and go get myself some dinner and then i go to the restaurant and i'm playing oh hell no man i will not be doing that that's just a little too overkill. Mm. No, but I think they'll always offer a console. I mean, I think I think if uh, if how I'm predicting it happens, then it probably would be a little bit better for them. I mean, they don't have to like put so many emphasis on like, okay, we gotta sell this box. But I mean, it, the box will always be there for the people who want it. You know. But I don't, and, and as far as the whole streaming thing, 
I would assume that you need to have Game Pass to do that because how else would you stream a game to your phone without like the disc, you know? So I'm pretty sure the games that it accesses through the streaming cloud or whatever are from Game Pass. I don't know. The details are very scarce right now, but the fact that they're showing this off and that they showed a trailer for it, uh, a whole video on YouTube about it, I would assume that, you know, there, this is something that is going to happen. I expect it to happen within the next year. Yeah, I mean, they said that they're trying to uh, roll out testing early 2019. So um, I guess, you know, this is something that's coming soon. And um, I mean, I have to I definitely have to give props to Microsoft for trying new things, you know, with Game Pass and, uh, you know, this, this project xCloud and, you know, um, everything else they, they, with the, uh, the Xbox access as well that they're doing the subscription thing. Like, um, they're, they're, you know, they're trying things, they're, they're doing, they're, they're trying to innovate at least, like, they, w they were in a stagnant place for a long time, but now they're kind of shaking it off and, uh, they're moving towards the future now, and I have to commend them for that. Uh, this service though, um, I mean, it, it definitely has potential, um, I, I see what they're trying to do because, you know, Nintendo, the Switch... The, the biggest sell there is being able to bring your games on the go and having access to them anywhere like you know uh, if you have to move to a different room or something you can continue to play Zelda you know things things like that so uh, I think uh, Microsoft is you know they're, they're taking some inspiration from that and uh, they're you know they want they, they want to be a service like like Ed said they, they do want to be that go-to gaming service that you can access anywhere um, and you know, with Game Pass and this now, uh, this is one step closer towards that goal. Uh, my thing is, I think uh, I'm not sure we're ready for that technology yet. I feel like there's going to be a lot of hiccups initially. Um, I mean, Microsoft is they they have a good reputation for networking. You know, they were the IT standard for you know for years now. Um, so networking is their thing, but at the same time, you know, you have to account for the fact that uh, not everybody has fast broadband and internet in their homes. So that could affect uh, something like this, especially when you're trying to stream games of such high quality as well. I think uh, there's, there's going to be a lot of issues there that they have to overcome. Um, but, you know, in, in the best case scenario, if this works how it's supposed to work and everything, this is a really good look. And it completely knocks out what Sony is trying to do with PlayStation now completely. Um, and, you know, I, I say this a lot, but PlayStation needs to completely revamp that whole PlayStation Now model. Uh, remember, they bought Gaikai for PlayStation Now. Like, they, this is what we got from them buying Gaikai. And when you compare it to this now and what other people were doing with cloud streaming and stuff it doesn't seem like a, a, a justified purchase right now so uh sony has to really take take a look at that playstation now and uh up, update some things i think oh yeah they need to update a lot of things they, uh oh they've uh -oh. been really stagnant oh well we, 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 we we'll get into some other updates they have coming here here soon but uh but you know, 
But yeah, I, I, don't think, I was just gonna. Sorry to cut you off. Oh no, no you're fine. Say, like this whole streaming thing. Like I think this would have like, and only because they, only because of this reason, it would have been good on PlayStation because they already have like a portable device. You know, like mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it would have been cool to be able to stream all your PlayStation console stuff to your Vita. Like Vita was a a powerful little handheld. Like. It could have done more than what it did, you know. I agree. But good on good on Microsoft to make this available to like you know, phones and iPads. I mean, you're gonna get them. You're gonna reach out to you know more people like that. I agree, definitely. So, so Gary, did you have anything else you want to say on Project X Cloud, or you you good? Yeah, um, I'm going to talk about another rumor. So, like, you know, obviously I'm speaking hypothetically here, like, based, based on a rumor that I that I saw, you know, earlier this week. So, in the wake of this news coming out, there was a news story about, uh, well, one of these stories we're going to get to in a minute, but there was also a story about um, Sony is considering releasing the next PlayStation with a mobile device. So it's going to release with a a portable device as well. So more and more, I'm thinking that, you know, both Microsoft and Sony are really taking a lot of inspiration from Nintendo in terms of what they're doing and what they're allowing with you being able to carry your games with you. And it seems like, you know, both Sony and Microsoft want to go that, that route as well. Um, so, you well, know, hold on a second. Go ahead. Well, hold on a second. Why doesn't Sony? Well, hold on. Regarding the mobile, uh, the mobile console, why does Sony just make more PlayStation Vita games? Why do they need to make another handheld? Uh, I, I know you said it's rumor, but I don't understand why they would need to make another handheld. Obviously, I picked up a Vita. Um, because I believe that, you know, it, it is a great handheld. I believe they were going to support it. They had a few games that were good for it, like the Killzone game. That's probably one of the better games on the, the console. But, I, I mean, to me, this is the issue of software. They need to make stuff specifically for this device. You, you could say the same thing about the, the PlayStation VR headset. You know, they have games that are in development for this, hand, for this uh, per- peripheral right now. And, you know, we saw some of the games at PSX. Some of them look great. You know, some of them don't have release dates yet. So, but but I, I think, yeah, if you're going to have this handheld thing, you definitely need to have software. I think that's what they need to be focused on if that rumor is true. Not so much the handheld. Make software specifically for the stuff you already have. I, I, but, I 100% agree with you. And I agree that they completely dropped the ball well, they, they dropped the ball with every peripheral that they put out. You know, let's be real about that. Like the PlayStation Move, <laughs> the Vita, uh, the PSP to a degree, uh, the uh, uh, the VR. They're dropping the ball with that right now. Um, so I agree. Like they should just focus on, you know, supporting all these different things that they're trying to do. But um, I think that there could be some truth to that, though. I, I think because the timing of that news when they said uh, that the VR is they're, they're not producing anymore, like the timing of that is 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 suspect because you know that news came out and then now you have this news leaking, so I think the timing of that is very significant. 
um and just the fact that microsoft is now doing this thing makes me think that this is the direction that everybody is moving in because you know in an industry usually all the the companies tend to move the same way like you know i'll go back to the smartphone comparison like as soon as the iphone was announced you know there there was a ton of smartphones that came out with touch screens after that you know so it's like the whole industry moves in the same direction as as soon as you know this new technology is formed and it catches on you know it becomes the industry standard so i think that that's what the industry is moving towards now the whole being able to take your game anywhere like you can go from the living room like ed likes to you know he likes to play at the living room but he can he can be at the living room playing his game and then he can go to uh the liquor store real quick and then still continue <laughs> to play his game you know, so. <laughs> yeah so yeah you know um i think that's where we're, we're heading that, that you know you 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 make you make some very good points. Um, that's very interesting. It, you know, so I'm curious to to know what that's all about. If they they do take that direction from the inspiration from Nintendo, that'll be yeah. I mean, you give people an option, but yeah. But I just want to emphasize. I hope that it is optional because I would not want to bring my console with me uh, on the go in every situation. Um, but yeah. That's my only thing I, I point I would I would make. You, you was gonna say something, Ed? I'm ready to go in. Uh oh, uh oh, oh, he's ready to go in. So, Gary, you 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 don't have anything else to say about this uh, particular topic with uh, the Project X Cloud or this uh, Sony? Nah, I'm good. News. All right. So the next two topics, the final two topics for today, and we're gonna start with the first one. Um, obviously, you know, there was an interview conducted last week in which, uh, was, was it the Sony CEO? I believe the new CEO. Um, he basically confirmed that, that they're already working on the next, uh, the next, uh, PlayStation console. Um, did not call it PlayStation 5. Just said that, you know, obviously we have to continue to create consoles. You know, it, it's a very competitive market, and obviously they're already they're thinking about what's ahead. So we already knew this was in development because even Phil Spencer said at the Microsoft conference, you know, whatever the next console is, that they will. I mean, everybody is working on whatever's next. So whether it's coming out in 2019, 2020, 2021, we know that these consoles are coming. So what are your thoughts on this news first and foremost before we get to the other news from Sony this week? Are any of you surprised to know that a new PlayStation console is in development or nah? Yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't come as much as a surprise because, you know, we've we've had these hints already like Sony. Have, they said, I believe it was earlier this year, they said the PS4 is reaching the end of its life now and, you know, mm -hmm. all this stuff. So uh, and, you know, you, you just kind of get the gist now that um, this is where they're they're moving towards now. Um, I, I really think, like, to be honest with you, if I if I was one of those people who bought a PS4 Pro or an Xbox One X, I would be super pissed right now, to be honest with you. Like, I'm, I'm not even going to lie. I'm not even going to lie. But, yeah, um, yeah, like, I think that, that they've, they've just been waiting to make the shift to the next generation. I think, you know, like we just discussed, I think they know where the industry is heading now and where they 
where both com well where all companies want to to lead to and where they want to be at and the type of technology they want on the market i think they all know what they want and they're 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 just kind of leading towards that now and they're gearing up for the next generation especially microsoft i believe they want to get to the next generation as soon as possible um, so yeah i mean th this this comes as no surprise uh really um but yeah uh, i mean and i guess this explains why there's no psx as well like you know they're just it yeah. seems like they're super focused on just delivering you know the next iteration of playstation um and i guess we kind of know what's left to come out you know in terms of the big ips and stuff so go ahead so so, so th there's a question i wanted to ask uh, you know and then we'll go to ed and get his opinion so basically as you just said we already have an idea of of which ips are, are left to come out would it be fair to to make the guess and say that Death Stranding is probably going to be the last game since we still have not seen any concrete concrete information on this game. The little bit of gameplay we did see was underwhelming. Would you say that's probably going to be the last game that they release on PlayStation 4? Or, or is it a possibility that that may, still may come out before Last of Us Part 2 and uh, Ghost of Tsushima? Yeah, I, I think, you know, that yeah, it's, it's going to be among among the last of the, the games that come out during the PS4 window but we also have to think about how uh, the, the next PlayStation is going to work in, with regards to backwards compatibility because I think <laughs> I think what's going to happen is um, you're going to be able to carry your games across so like you'll be able to play all your PS4 games on the, the PS5 so I think what's going to happen is the, the PS5 is going to release and Death Stranding will probably release like day one or that, you know, the same month or something like that. And it will be, you know, across the board. So you can play it on PS4 and you can play it on, on the PS5. So I think something like that is going to happen. Um, yeah, that, 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 that makes sense because I did see also the rumor. I don't know if it's a rumor about a patent that Sony was filing for backwards compatibility on PS5. Um, because I did see an article, I, I saw actually a couple articles on that, but um, obviously none of this stuff is confirmed, confirmed yet until you know for sure it's confirmed. But uh, yeah, that makes sense. I know Last of Us, Last Generation, that was a game that was on PS3 and that was towards the end of the life cycle of that system. And then they released a, another version for PS4 not too long after that. So um, yeah, definitely possible what you said but uh we'll see what happens but yeah, uh i think uh that that game you've been highly anticipating that's probably going to be one of those crossover games too and that game is what? dreams oh hell hell no well, <laughs> well, well you know what yeah dreams probably is a playstation 5 game you know i i i know there are some people out there that are looking forward to this game and i i i mean i, I think i think that's cool i'm not putting down what they're looking forward to i i just I haven't really seen anything of Dreams. You know, it was nice the way they had it at the Sony conference where it was opening. It pretty much was like a little in-between segment before you reveal a new game. That's fine. But to me, I have not been impressed with anything I've seen of that so far. Um, and I know that uh, I believe Carl Daniel was asking, where is Little Big Planet? Maybe they should go back to that if this is not successful. But um I don't really care about dreams at the moment. Now, maybe that'll change later if I see more, but 
Nah, man. That that's a that's a game that I think Ed, when Ed picks up his PlayStation Five, that'll be the game that he'll be buying with the system. <laughs> Probably. Nah, I'm gonna get Agent. <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah. But uh, now that you guys mentioned it, I love when y'all set yourselves up. Uh oh. Okay. Um, tell me why I've heard Crackdown Three come out of both of y'all's mouth so much, but I never hear about Dreams. I never hear y'all criticize how Dreams hasn't even been shown, and at least Crackdown is being shown. At least people want crackdown it seems because we see those headlines a lot but we never hear about dreams okay let, let me get him let me get him I, li- <laughs> I, I literally just mentioned dreams and i haven't said anything about crackdown 3 this whole show so i mean what would you want well well, well, well he, he his, his his argument is he's going back to other shows i'm sure like oh these guys didn't mention dreams well if it wasn't mentioned it's because maybe it wasn't worth mentioning at the time Whereas with Crackdown, Microsoft, they kept saying it's coming out this time. It's coming out that time. It's like it's like it's been in the news. If the game is not coming out, then maybe they shouldn't be talking about anything until it's 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 time to come out. But it's been in the news. People have been asking where the hell is Crackdown. So I think it's obvious people are going to talk about it. But I, I will say this. I have never at any point on any of these shows said Crackdown 3 is trash. I, I, I recall saying I'm looking forward to seeing it because I want to see exactly what people have been complaining about. Because ever since you they had to play it to talk shit, we'll say what you want to play it to talk down on it. Oh no, man! I mean, listen, if it if it is bad when I play it, th- th- that's what you do. You get this stuff to to get your own opinion to determine whether or not it's good or bad. I I have no idea what to expect from this. I I I know that I did not play. The 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 first Crackdown game, so I will be going into this game with a fresh experience as to in no expectation whatsoever of how good or bad it's going to be. I would just be like, it's another exclusive, you know. So I think if they take all this time on this game, there's no way it's going to be a horrible game. I mean, it had it maybe it may have a couple of flaws, who knows? But I think if you spend all this time uh, trying to polish it. You have Terry Crews now as the guy, you know, of his full likeness as the character. I mean, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I, I want to see how it turns out. But um, Yo, the question I mean, is, looking forward to tells. Well, no, no, uh, no, no. I'm, I, I definitely have no interest in that game whatsoever, and only because I don't like the kitty games. Like even with Mario, you know, Mario Odyssey. This is a game that I kept talking about. Oh, I definitely can't wait wait to get this game. I can't wait to play it. When I finally had a chance to get it, I didn't even spend time playing the game because there was other games out like, uh, I believe it was Wolfenstein 2. That's the game I decided to play instead of instead of Assassin's Creed. Wolfenstein 2, and I completed that game. So, yeah, I mean, I like more of the mature games, you know, you know, that, that are for people who are a little bit older, you know, more violent, stuff like that. You know, that's what I like. I don't like the kiddie stuff. That's the only reason why I didn't touch uh, Lucky's Tail. Yeah, you got a lot of grown men playing kiddie games out here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I don't but, know who that was a shot at, but yeah. Uh, I don't know, but but no, Crackdown might, might, might be good. You know, I mean, we'll see. Microsoft has to show me that they have confidence in this game, and they haven't shown that. I, I will admit that. 
because even you know it's like they had at one point said it's coming out february 22nd now it, that date has changed because you see all the other games coming out at that time because anthem drops the same day along with days gone and i believe it's another game so they have to show that they have are confident in these products. Man, I, and, uh, of course, I'm going to talk about Crackdown Free. Like this game is so old, they keep reannouncing it as a new exclusive <laughs> every year. Like earlier this year at E3, it was part of the the number that they showed of new exclusives, and we've seen this game for five years now. So, of course, I'm going to talk <laughs> about that game. Shout out to the Last Guardian. Yeah, and it came out. So, I mean, that game is out now. So oh, after can... like a decade. Yeah, yeah they're Latin. I joked. Yeah. I joked about that too. Yeah, that, that last Guardian game took forever to come You're out. On so. the next box. Say what? Uh oh. On the next box. I own a Windows PC that allows me to play Microsoft exclusives. So. <laughs> What's the last Microsoft exclusive that you played? Gears of War. <laughs> yeah, Gears of War Four. That's good. Get, get, wait, 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 hold on. You said. Wait, hold on. You said. You said. You said Gears of War Four or just the regular Gears of War. Gears of War 3 maybe I don't know oh whoa 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 uh oh okay yeah that's different that's different I know some people are gonna come after you now Gary for that one um I mean hey I play what I, mean, I play what I want man I play what you know interests me so but 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 you know just to, to wrap up with with this, this PlayStation 5 thing you know I mean yeah, we already knew that this was in development. We already know the next Xbox is in development because Phil Spencer told us this at the end of the E3 conference. So um, no surprises there. I'm just curious to see what is, what are these games. Now, I will tell you this, and, and I will admit this, as I, as I have said before, I believe I've already said this on the show, Microsoft is setting themselves up to have a, a very, 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 very good next generation because of all these studio acquisitions Obviously, we don't know when all these games are dropping, so we'll have to wait and see about that. But with Sony, we'll have to see about that also, because the only game I could think that they would be launching next generation, in addition to doing what you said, Gary, of releasing games on PlayStation 4, making them backwards compatible, the only game that I could think of off the top of my head right now that will definitely be coming on PlayStation 5 is uh, Horizon Zero Dawn 2. That's the only game I could think of. And then, of course, if any of these other games are in development, get pushed over to PlayStation 5. But um, I don't know what else they're working on beyond that. So have to wait and see. The uh, Spider-Man, the next Spider-Man game, yeah, that'll be out. But there's no way in hell that's coming out within the next three years. It's going to take a little bit longer for that to, to come out. But we'll see. I didn't get a chance to go in on PlayStation 5. Oh, oh but... go ahead. Oh, go, go ahead. But I mean, I think it's a smart move. I mean, I think they realize that PlayStation 4 is over. Um, so it's time to get, you know, started on PS5. Um, but honestly, it does seem a little early because, I mean, sure, you released a couple of good games on PS4, but it doesn't feel like the PS4 accomplished anything. And I mean, the same thing goes for Xbox. I'm not picking sides, but I feel like this generation, as far as like, you know, setting a standard or um, accomplishing, you know, like a uh, uh, like something game changing. Like I don't think either one delivered. Like I think at this point they're making better consoles. They're just like better specs, 
And I feel like that's what I feel like that's what these new consoles are gonna be like. I'm not excited for a PlayStation Five or a new Xbox because like, what is it like? It's just a a better hardware. That's like, it's not cool. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Like this, this is a sleeper generation for me. Like, I mean, it, it it wasn't it wasn't really that great. It's it's one of those generations where it just coasts by and like there's no real innovation and like I haven't even been motivated to play consoles like in a long time. Like I, I've just been chilling on on PC like because I really don't care about ninety nine percent of the the games that are coming out now. Like it's they're not innovating. It's the same thing we played over and over. Well, so, go ahead. Well, 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 hold on. Now I do have to ask Gary a question since he said that. So, so Gary, you mean to tell me that of all the time that you've spent in Overwatch, this is not a game that you spent the most time playing this console generation, and and that therefore will qualify it as a a a, a, a enjoyable console generation. I mean, yeah, that, that's that's a third party game. Like that's I didn't need to buy any console to get that. So I mean, you know. And and really that's a PC game because it's the the most the best way to play that game, like the ultimate way if you want to take Overwatch seriously is to play it on PC. So yeah. that I count that as a PC game anyway, so Okay, okay. Interesting. Yeah, I can't I can't wait to hear the comments after this show. Was, uh, yeah, Cliff likes to play Overwatch on a 20-inch screen. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's uh, that, that's myself. I, I sit close to the screen, so like 20 inches is fine. So, um, you know, oh, it looks like, like a, 4K when you're like five feet away. I, I'm, more, oh. I'm more interested in playing that. That game doesn't even need 4K. I mean, to look good, so I'm not sweating it. You can hate, but me. you can see that Widow Witcher, whatever. Widow Witcher. You can see her closer. Oh, I'm I'm good with how I'm playing it right now. It'll look like a <laughs> like a Brazzers VR scene. <laughs> okay, maybe maybe I should get 4K. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see about that. But uh, so good points made all around. I do agree. Uh, we'll see. Probably too soon for the other consoles, but hey, it, it is what it is. Let's let's move on to the final topic. topic? Say what? Can I introduce the next topic? Oh yeah, go ahead. Here we go. The final topic of the show. So keeping it uh, Sony and PlayStation related, this week after 10 years (laughs) plus of demands, Sony has finally decided to listen to their users and allow them to change their PSN usernames. Uh... They are going to start allowing you to do this, I think, early next year. But first, this uh, winter, they're going to have a beta. Yeah, <laughs> beta. <laughs> for you to change your name because you need a beta for that stuff. But yeah, after so many years, they're finally going to let people change their usernames. I mean, let's state the obvious. This took longer than it should have. Xbox had this from like day one. Um, yeah, this is embarrassing. Uh oh. Woo. That's bad. I mean, I have to agree with him on this one. Like this, this, is a, <laughs> this makes them look a little bad, man. Like I mean, this is like a standard feature on every network. Like you know, like 
you you should be able to change your name like it's standard so what i think happened is that when sony initially made psn this was like an oversight like they they had they didn't build any way to edit your or customize your profiles and stuff like that now we know that when the ps3 first launched like it was way scaled back from what we expected in terms of the network like there was a lot of features that just weren't there day one um and we had to wait a long time for stuff like background music and like uh themes and like just different stuff that people wanted um on on ps3 like it just wasn't there and we had to wait a long time and then they didn't even have party chat like in-game party chat that you could do um that was yeah. a big deal well, so. it's, not that they didn't, it's not that they didn't have it it's that they were waiting for other people to do it so that they could steal it like <laughs> chat and um, stuff like that yeah i don't think it was just that it was like I'm okay it is a little bit of that but I don't think they were just like oh let's wait and see what other people do so we can steal it <laughs> I think I think they 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 didn't have enough foresight on how to build the network and how to structure it so they missed out a lot of key functionalities that they needed in the background to make people to be able to do things like change their names and chat in game and that's why we had to wait an entire console generation for in-game party chat to be there because they it was an oversight they didn't consider it you know um so uh, microsoft obviously has more experience doing all this stuff like i said earlier they're they're a big networking company um and there's like entire corporations who run their network on based on microsoft stuff so um they have all this you know functionality um in mind when they create things Whereas Sony, you know, they're more of a hardware kind of company. They focus on the hardware aspect and not so much the software and the networking. So, um, yeah, I think this 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 whole name change thing is it's just it's been a, a complete oversight, and they've probably been working around the clock for years to try and figure out how to do this, just because they didn't create the network with this in mind in the first place. So mm -hmm. it, it it probably took them a very long time. They probably went through a lot of headaches. HTML. Say what? It took them 10 years to figure out HTML. It's more than HTML, but that's funny. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah, I mean, like the fact that there's a beta to change your name, like that is hilarious in itself as well, um, I have to say. But hey i mean you know a lot, a lot of people wanted this feature and now it's finally coming so i mean that's that's great but uh i mean as all three of us have playstation well we have a psn id do any of us need to change our names like have y'all wanted to because i have oh 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 you have well hold on so what's your name now uh, right now, my name is H Town Player Seven One Three, and the only reason I added the Seven One Three was because H Town Player was already taken. Ah, okay. Yeah, and I'm the OG H Town Player. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's no reason why that shouldn't. Be. <laughs> so you're gonna change it to OG H Town Player? Nah, I'm just, I don't know. I'll figure it out. I probably won't care to be honest. Wait, 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 wait. So, how, so, how, so, how about you, Gary? What's what, what's your name on PSN and do you want to change it? I mean, I might like I haven't wanted to change it. Like I haven't like been been you know seriously craving to change my name or anything. But I might change it to Gary the Swift just because that's my Overwatch name and like you know I get, 
I get a lot of compliments with that name, so I might try that on PSN, you know. So. Uh oh. There you go, Overwatch. Well Stop, um, stop laughing at I don't I, think I, compliment you. <laughs> so so I I'll I'll say this. So I, I for those that want to get the name change, I totally understand, I respect it. I am totally happy with my name, Sir Rich a lot. Because I like to play a lot of video games. So yeah, I don't need to change anything. Um I yeah, I mean I, I mean it's a good it's a good option that they are finally giving people the ability to change the names. But there is one thing I do want to say, and this might sorry, I won't go too long because I know uh show is getting a little long at this point. But um Yeah, it's dark in your house now. Oh yeah, it is dark. Look at that. See, the light was out earlier. Now it's dark. I, I got to make sure I finish before I'm as dark as this shirt is. But let me just say this. Um, I'm glad that Sony is finally doing this. But I have to say, I feel like, you know, this if they finally do this, and then not too long ago they finally decide, okay, I think we are going to do this crossplay stuff now with Fortnite because we feel like as though we have to. It feels to me like um. A lot of these things are reactionary based on the fact that they see that the competition, like Microsoft, is trying to do other things to really take care of the gamers after they messed up at the beginning of this generation with how they introduced the Xbox One initially. So it feels to me like Sony is saying, well, we know we need to improve in these areas because our competition already does this st- some of this stuff. So. I just wanted to say that that's what it feels like to me. Obviously, people will disagree and say no. This this is something that they've they've planned to do from day one, even though it took them a long time to do it. But obviously, I feel and it's always a case with business. If a competitor is doing something, you will look at that and then you'll be like, well, how can we do this better? And I feel as though they are not now trying to do this stuff because they know it's something people have been asking for, but then they see. What Microsoft has been doing with Xbox, giving people features that they have been asking for, they're like, okay, well, they're doing what they're doing for their audience. So we now we have to obviously step up our game and improve in certain areas. So on that, on, the, on in, in that terms, I definitely expect them to do something with PlayStation now next. I don't know what the hell they're going to do with that, but uh, yeah, this is a good move, step forward for those that wanted this feature. Me personally, I don't really care about it. I didn't understand the excitement for it. Because I, when I chose my name, I didn't, I didn't, I purposely chose a name that I was going to enjoy. I had no intent of changing, of ever changing the name. But for those that want to make the change, you, you definitely deserve the right to do that. And yes, you should have been able to do that from day one. That's my personal opinion. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, this should have been available day one, but hey, here we are, 2018. This is a new feature. <laughs> yes, and backwards compatibility will be available on PlayStation Five, so it's it's good. It's good, good, good steps forward. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, for everybody looking forward to this, congrats. You know, you you were very patient. I don't know if I would have waited that long, but um, I'm glad that you're able to finally do that. You know, utilize that feature. Now, so I will say one thing because uh, I know there's a certain guy out there uh, who has a, a, a hilarious PSN name, and that's Ruthless Kid 360. Uh, that, that that's his PSN name. Uh, he, he named it after Xbox 360. 
So I'm sure yeah. he, he might want to change that now. You know, maybe if if he well, if he ever touches a PlayStation console, that's for one well, thing. Well, but. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was just going to say he doesn't even need to change it because we already know he's not going to play PlayStation. PlayStation Five could come out and they can pick up, uh, you know, Lost Odyssey Two could be made exclusively for PlayStation Five. He'll say no, that's not enough for me to get the console. So no, he 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 doesn't need to change it because. He doesn't play PlayStation games. He only talks trash about them. So no, Mm-mm. no need to no need to change it. He's not going to be playing any of this stuff. <laughs> that's true. But yeah, that that's um. But yeah, I mean, I, I believe that's that's pretty much all we were going to say about the PSN name change. Um, is there any other gaming topics that you guys wanted to bring up before we get ready to wrap up the show? Yeah, I think I'm good. Yes. Okay, so we thank you all for checking out this week's show. Um, definitely leave a comment and let us know what you think of this uh, new format. Also, let us know what you think of um, the topics we discuss. If you, what are your thoughts? Whether you agree or disagree, we always respect and look forward to your comments. Um, two quick things I want to mention very briefly before I move on to Ed for shout outs. Uh, we are currently doing a giveaway for Red Dead Redemption 2 right now on the website. So we will leave a link to that in this video. But I would definitely encourage you all, if you're interested in winning a copy of Red Dead Redemption 2 on either Xbox One or PlayStation 4, uh, the contest ends next Thursday. So you definitely should fill out the form on the website. It should only take you about a minute or two um, if you want to win and Good luck on your chances. Um, and I also want to give a shout out to uh, the Throwdown because I believe they are now a Twitch affiliate. So I want to congratulate them on that accomplishment. Uh, definitely check out their show as always, Thursday and Sundays. But um, yeah, definitely show them some po- some support. They definitely deserve it. All the hard work they put into over the years. So um, Ed, the floor is now yours for shout outs. Uh, shout outs to Microsoft. Shout outs to, uh, Forza Horizon. Come see me on that, for real. Uh, shout outs to Ruthless Kid. He's a true gamer. He has a lot of respect for real games and I fuck with him. That's my boy. And, uh, yeah. Shout out to Kanye. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. 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 Kanye West, who, um, should be put in a mental institution because he has lost his mind. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely pray for him tonight, I'm sure. Um, yes. So, uh, yeah. Um, I want to give a shout out to everybody that checked out the show today. Whether you watch live or you watch later, we appreciate your continued support. Uh, give a shout out to everybody on staff. This is Jake James Lugo. Uh, wishing him well because I know he has been having some hard times with the family. So, I hope that he is able to recover through this process. Uh, it's a lot, it's a lot to, to take in. So wishing him well. Uh, Tatiana as well. Uh, wishing her well. Dana Abercrombie. Uh, we actually do have another show that we're working on. So stay tuned for that for sure. I don't know. He's produced about by me. Oh no. I don't know about that. It definitely <laughs> ain't produced by you. I know that. Oh, oh no, it's not. Um, and, uh, 
yeah, just everybody else on staff. Uh, appreciate everybody. So, uh, stay tuned. We do have more content coming. Uh, this is the busy season, so we definitely have a lot of shows coming. So make sure you stay tuned for that. And, if uh, y'all Gary, want, and if y'all want a solo Xbox podcast, let me know. Leave a comment. We can make it happen. Yeah. So there will only be one person that comments on that, and that'll be the other person that says they want to be on that show, but they'll never make it. So. That'll be, yeah, we'll look forward to that response. Yeah. We're working on the album. (laughs) They're working on the album, all right. Yeah. All right. All right, Gary. Uh, The floor is yours for for shout outs. Yeah, I want shouts to all all of our uh, Patreon supporters. And, you know, you guys are. Francisco Aguilar. Oh, yeah. Thanks for that assistance again as well. Um, you guys are all automatically entered into the Red Dead giveaway, so we, you know, we appreciate you guys. Um, and I uh, just want to shout out and, and acknowledge all of our supporters on there. That's M. Collins, that's Mauricio Aguilar, um, sorry Ed, Himdil, Fergus Mills, Miguel, Antonio Rogers, and Sean Gorety. Uh, we appreciate all of your support, guys, and um, you know, shouts to anyone who who watches this show as well. Shouts to uh, Christopher Harte, who's who's in the chat now. Um, definitely let us know your feedback on this new uh, production. You know, because this is all a test, um, and you know, we're we're, we're going to work out the kinks as we go along. So I definitely want your feedback. Like if you're watching on Twitch or you know on Mixer or on uh you know periscope slash twitter definitely let us know um what your experience is like and you know uh let me know if it's choppy or if it's smooth uh definitely send in suggestions on how you think we can make the show better and everything uh we we, i definitely need all your feedback so that we can continue to improve the show Uh, and big shouts to everyone else at the coalition you know shouts to ed for being here um shouts to dana jj tony uh, Nash, Tatiana, um, everyone else at the site, and big shouts to, to Throwdown for becoming Twitch affiliates as well. Um, and, you know, shouts to everyone else who, you know, who messes with the family and look out for the anniversary show. Oh, yeah. Stay tuned for that. Yes, uh, next month we will officially have been around for 10 years. So, looking forward to that. We have some plans for that. So, stay tuned. But uh, until then, Hope that you all have a great weekend and uh, we'll talk to you all next week. Yep. Peace out, guys.